Hey, it's Shanna, and this is the At Home Tarot Podcast, where we're building a home within ourselves, one daily spiritual practice at a time. Hello, and welcome to May 2022. Ah, So good to have you here with me. If you are um, listening in, then hopefully you have found the episode today that is your zodiac elements. So we have uh, fire signs, which are Leo, Aries, and Sagittarius. We'll have water signs together in one episode. So Cancer, Scorpio, and Pisces. We will have the earth signs all together. So that's Taurus, Virgo, and Capricorn. And we will also have, of course, all the air signs together. So that is uh, Gemini, Libra, and Aquarius. So hopefully you have um, found the one you want, whether it's yours or somebody else's. Highly recommend if you're listening to this and it's for somebody else, please make sure you pause and make sure you listen to your own first. Um, If you're new around here, um, then you what you need to know about me is I'm all about coming back to ourselves, especially within our relationships and talk a lot about codependency and self-sacrifice and loss of self. And then also about returning and, you know, centering ourselves, really building a really stable foundation of who we are um, as we connect out into the world. So all that to say, uh, this is a call forward and, and a call maybe higher or whatever you want to call it, that if you are listening to this, because you're listening for a partner or a person that you like <laughs> or somebody in that realm, um, it's not that you, you shouldn't listen. Okay, you're going to do what you're going to do. I do the same thing sometimes. However, if you have not went and listened to yours first, I highly recommend this is a practice I I do when I got into tarot. I was always watching the tarot reads of the people I liked (laughs) or like um, Kyle, my partner, when we got together. And one of the ways I started coming back to myself is that even though I knew I was going to do that, the first thing I started doing was pausing and going and making sure I've listened to my own first. So that's just a way of reminding myself, and hopefully you can remind yourself, that actually it's okay if you come first. Um, it's okay to to find your own center before you then connect out and you know see what's going on for someone else. Um, and in fact, I find we connect best when we can do this. Um, it's not always a perfect practice, but it is valuable, valuable to practice. Okay, with that said, and with my notifications deciding they needed to go off right now, <laughs> so enjoy that, um, then this is, um, this is our May readings. And so what these readings look like, well, one, they are forecast for the month ahead, so the month of May 2022. And then each zodiac sign, we're going to have a card that signifies you, signifies kind of a theme happening around you or or over the month of May. 
uh, we're going to have a card about what you may experience in May. So one is you and your energy. One is what you might actually experience though. Um, sometimes those can be different. And then I will pull a self-abandonment card for you and a self-return card. So those are just like our dailies, but it's really for the month. And with these monthly readings, I highly recommend you, um, whether you have Google Calendar or Apple Calendar, or you write things down, return to this reading. Please return to this reading. Um, listen to it at the beginning of the month, jot down, journal, um, whatever you want to do about what comes up for you. And if there's anything in terms of what you want to embody this month, what you want to do this month, actions you may want to take um, from listening to this, and then come back and re-listen, whether that's every Sunday, for instance, or if you want to do a midway point, uh, you could do re-listen on the 15th and then re-listen on, say, the 30th highly recommend, highly recommend. So, um, and if you're listening to this and you haven't gone back to listen to April's today might actually be a really great day to do both, to listen to last month's really reflect on where you've been last month and then come in and listen to your new reading. So I have talked enough, but I always like to, um, to to front load you a little bit of what you're walking into. And, and how to use it this month. So with that being said, let's get into this episode's readings. All right, so if you are here, we are doing our fire signs in this episode. And this one is just coming in a day later because I was on the road. So if you're joining me in real time, uh, you might have noticed that the fire signs needed to wait, which is not something fire signs are super um excited about. Um, patience is something fire signs usually um, learn over time. Um, so um, not going to apologize because that is I'm a fire sign as well. And so um, yeah, patience is, is always a good thing when it's kind of thrust upon me to practice. So, uh, so this is the fire sign. So we're going to talk about Aries, we're going to talk about Leo, and we're going to talk about Sagittarius. And they're all going to have their own reading. And so we'll do it in that order, Aries, Leo, Sag. And um, you might want to have a notebook, uh, things like that, to kind of jot down some stuff that comes up for you. Um, Not just the cards and what I'm saying, although you may want to jot that down as well, but really pay attention to what comes up for you when you hear these things, because that is really the true message. And when these are collective readings like that, it's really important to understand that I'm going to generalize that I'm not going to get everything right specifically for your life, uh, because these are collective. And so um, really pay attention to what rises for you when I talk about this, um, so that you can do the job, the co-creation part um, of applying it to your life where it makes sense, um, and, and really taking that in. So with that, let's begin with Aries. 
All right, Ari, so your May 2022 forecast here. Here, I'm going to talk about the cards and what I see right off the hop, and then we're going to get into the specifics of each card. So your card for May 2022 is the Magician card. Um, what your theme is for May. So themes coming up throughout the month, whether this is with you or people around you or the world around you is the reversed five of wands. What you might experience, which is a little bit different from the magician in that, um, or not the magician, but the magician placement of you, um, this is more about what you might go through, um, things like that, where the magician is really your energy. So something a little bit different there. And that card is the four of swords. And then your self-abandonment and self-returning. Your self-abandonment card is the reverse chariot, which is Cancerian energy. And then your self-returning is the reversed four of cups. So you actually have two fours, a five, and two major arcanas. This tells me right off the hop that Aries is going through some sort of transition. I don't think it is um, major. I don't think it's gotten too messy yet. In fact, I think you're trying to move through this with an ounce of maturity and rest and kind of actually not forcing your way through, or at the very least, you're noticing that you might want to do that and it may, you're kind of being called to slow down, to actually um, not enforce as much control um, over the situation, to really um, stabilize it in, in a very mature kind of energy and um, to make decisions towards love or some other part of your life. But I usually talk about relationships. Um to, to really bring um, more positive energy in to ask yourself how important it is to push through the things you want to control or to um, kind of force past obstacles so quickly and with such force. Um, you're really kind of grappling with this, I think, this month and hopefully doing a really good job. <laughs> so um, yeah, so let's get into each individual card here. So your energy is the magician and with the magician, it's, it's the first card, the number one card. The only thing before it is the fool, which is about jumping off and taking a leap of faith and, and beginning life as it was. Now the magician is major arcana. So this is very seasonal. This isn't necessarily something you're going to see in every day, but it's an energy about you. And it may actually last longer than May. You may have already been feeling it. Um, and you may feel it even past May. And the magician is really about finally feeling like you're in a place to start creating the life that you want to be living. And it is that energy of, uh, it, it's actually not necessarily an action card. Um, it is a it is a capability card um, it is maybe the best way to classify it because it's saying, okay, now I have what I need. Now I'm where I need to be. Now is the right time. Now I'm resourced. Now I actually have the image of what I want to make. Now I can actually start directing my energy. So the creation part 
actually hasn't materialized yet. That kind of happens throughout the rest of the Major Arcana and the whole tarot deck. Um, but it is about being able to begin and having what you need to begin to create that vision inside your head. So if you've had a vision for your relationship, for your life, for some other part of your life, and you've been really wanting to make some moves there or wanting to find healing or attend to it in a certain way or create something that looks maybe a little bit different than it has, it now is kind of the time. And it again, that doesn't mean you leap into action. It means now is the time where you're starting to finally feel prepared to do that. It doesn't mean it's all going to happen in May. It means you you actually finally feel prepared in May, which feeling prepared can be a slow stage. You can let yourself linger in the I feel prepared stage. And the longer you linger, as long as you don't stay there and stagnate, um, actually, the more you can start to see and the more calmness and um, the more ease of transition, the more mature decision making can happen. Now, with the five of wands reverse being your theme, I'm actually seeing this theme of choosing love over conflict, choosing um, how to come together, how to... Um, how to work on the this stuff together, but not in a competitive way. So if you're thinking of your partner or someone you're dating or the people in your realm in whatever way, this is about going, you know, I don't want to fight about this anymore. Um, I don't think that's constructive. We need to choose another way. And I'm going to lead, you know, because I'm the creator. I'm finally prepared to make these decisions and I'm going to start choosing a calmer approach and in that way, really protect the love that we have, protect, um, you know, that fiery energy that I have and really hold it in container so that it can warm us, but it, it doesn't have to burn us. And, um, I'm seeing this as a theme. So you might be noticing this in yourself. You might be noticing people around you making these decisions or wanting this as well to kind of have a slower, calmer approach to each other and possibly to um, the actions you're both taking. Now with the four of swords being what you actually end up experiencing this month, uh, four of swords is a very quiet restful energy. Um, and that's why I want to really continue to stress with you, Aries, is that, you know, the magician, which is our creator, again, it's, this is not about you actually taking action this month. Um, you might be making decisions, but there's a calmness here where you're just prepared you're just prepared. These four of swords is the rest card. And so what I really see you experiencing is the kind of rest you need, the kind of reclusion you need that allows you to lay to rest some of these old parts of yourself and some of these old mindsets about how you have to approach things. And in that, I, I think this really goes well. I think this really goes well because there's a calm down and I feel you experiencing 
moments and maybe even a month where you're like, wow, I've been able to actually approach things really calmly and quietly and slowly. And I've been able, we've been able to sit down and rest together um, and put aside some of these things and let, let them finally rest. You know, sometimes I think Four of Swords is so filled with forgiveness because without that forgiveness and that grace for ourselves and each other, it's really hard to rest. It's really hard to stop ruminating um, in our head about what's gone on. And Four of Swords is such a card of being able to rest those things and and kind of put those to the side and finally finally find some healing or attending to some healing there. And um and so there's if you have grace to offer yourself forgiveness, um, words of compassion, um, I'm seeing that a lot for Aries this month as what you're experiencing. Um and so just a natural slowdown, a nat- natural compassion and grace. And in that really healing, healing what's been on your mind and those things that really drive you to compete and drive you to compete against the people you even love and have these um, maybe <laughs> like fights, arguments, um, competitive discussions. That is all finding some rest this month, if you allow it. Now, your self-abandonment really supports the same thing, or at least the same energy, I think. Um, the chariot's reversed. And so this is really about us always losing ourselves or um, abandoning who we are or what we're about in order to force life forward. And when I think about that, I think about people who burn out and I think about people who are, um, who've attached their value to productivity and who has, um, really built their self-esteem on the fact that they can push through anything, push through, not get through, not flow through, push through. (laughs) And uh, if you know an Aries, you know, they have this natural energy to really activate movement, which is beautiful. But I'm seeing this as uh, right now, you're going to kind of lose your sense of self possibly if you force through. So um, there's such beautiful energy to just be, be in a stage where you feel prepared, you feel confident, you feel you have everything you need, you can rest, you can choose love over competition, and kind of love over conflict. And I I can really see in this reading how if you're forcing something you want forward, if you're trying to push through, um, you don't get to experience that beautiful rest and that beautiful, it's, it almost feels like springtime to me, you know, and it feels like that time when, you know, the earth doesn't feel forced to start to bloom, but it is getting ready. It's so getting ready and the animals are getting ready. Um, but they're, they're still in a big rest mode. Nothing is quite flourishing yet. Um, so I really feel that and you can't force that. You can't push that. You can, but you would lose something in the process and uh, possibly your sense of self here. Now you have the reverse four of cups as how to return to yourself. So again, with the four, 
And again, four is the great stabilizer. It is the great preparer. It says we're not in it yet, but we are preparing. So again, preparation mode, spring mode, that that in between. Now, because it's reversed, this is actually really great because usually when it's right side up, it's really about contemplation and even kind of ruminating on the past a little bit and not moving forward. When it's reversed, there's this beautiful energy of slowly seeing what's possible. And again, choosing love, choosing possibility instead of choosing to continue to sit um, and look at the old pain, the old emotions, um, the things that we're bored by. Um, when we are constantly looking at things and saying, I'm bored by this, or this isn't enough, which can be the regular four of cups, um, right side up, that we can easily step into force mode. We can easily step into pushing things forward because we're bored and um, we we want that to change very quickly. And so with this reversed, it, it is a forward movement, but it's slower and it's really compassionate. And it's really saying, look, there is fulfillment here. If you stay here, you will be fulfilled and you will be prepared for the next action you're going to take. Um, and you are choosing that. So the, the self-returning says, choose to be here, choose to prepare for this, choose a more loving, softer path. And all of this will slowly start to move forward. Choose to be bored and you're going to get back into the forceful and back into the push and back into the productivity. And then of course, back into burnout and competitiveness. Um, and, and especially in our relationships, if that's against your person or if that is about trying to create the next phase of your relationship, you just can't force these things without it um, kind of going awry and becoming a hard version of yourself and um, who, who kind of burns, you know, the fire energy burns everybody around you because you're trying to control things. So um, that's what I have for you, Aries. This has a possibility to be a beautiful spring for you. Um, of just kind of being where you're at, choosing love, choosing healing, choosing rest, knowing you're prepared and letting yourself be like prepared without having to make a decision right away. I love all this energy. So, all right, that's it for you. Let's move on to Leo. All right, Leo, your reading for May 2022 here. So we'll kind of have an overview of your cards and then we'll get into them specifically. So your card, this is you and your energy in May 2022 is the Page of Wands. The theme for the month of May is the Three of Cups. What you might experience, uh, which is a little bit different than you and your personal energy. This is more things you might go through, um, whether it's in reality or in your head or some sort of experience you'll have is the Three of Swords. Now, your self-abandonment card is the Queen of Swords. And your self-returning card is the Four of Pentacles. <clears throat> so what I'm really seeing here, Leo is 
an experience where you are beginning to kind of follow your spirit a little bit, follow your creativity, follow your passion. Maybe you're beginning to see what truly interests you as a person. And with this, I think it's calling in more emotional support, more friendships. There's friendships on the horizon for you, possibly even clubs or communities. Um, But it's really a coming together. And I, I think that as you follow your passion, it's allowing this sort of emotional expansion, whether it's in your friendships, or it may just be in the different parts of you yourself, uh, kind of coming together in unison. When that happens, I'm seeing an experience of being able to kind of um, work with your heart and work with things that have been weighing on your heart, things that have been piercing, right? Because it sorts energy into your heart, things that you said or others said that maybe you've been holding on to on a really mental level that um, is then kind of transferred to that heart space and you're kind of walking around. So I'm seeing you experience this come up where you're beginning to see this. And as you move forward, what you want to do less of is just kind of, kind of always be that clear headed, um, heart down below, head leading kind of energy, and actually take some space to move into your body. Um, This is about as you move towards things you love, as all the parts of you come together, as you have people collectively come together for you, as you kind of deal with the things that, you know, have been stuck on your heart for possibly a long time. Um, that you're actually stabilizing by getting back in your body, by taking some physical space, maybe even by retreating a little bit out of your regular home um, and, and allowing that to kind of help you move these things that have been weighing on you and move towards um, that beautiful, passionate energy um, and really actually resist getting really logical about what's happening and instead get really physical about what's happening. So let me get into each card specifically from here. Um, Your energy, Page of Wands. So when Page of Wands comes up, it's someone who's filled with such a beautiful, youthful kind of passion and exuberance and enthusiasm and expression. The page is also an energy of somebody who is kind of learning this for the first time. It's sort of emerging in them or there's sort of a fresh start, like it's coming back around and you have the chance to kind of come at it from the beginning again with a beginner's mind, with a beginner's energy. And so I think with the page of wands, it's just letting Leos know that their energy this month, you may find that you're creating or feeling or exploring some new passions, uh, things that move your spirit, things that bring you joy, uh, things that you enjoy creating. And I think that's really natural for Leo. So this might be you kind of in your element, just from a beginning place again, and really feeling what it means to dive into your spirit. And this could be 
as simple as hobbies, but it, it could also be your own sense of spirituality, your own sense of um, creation, your own sense of self-trust even, because wands are all about how we move in the world and about bravery. And so learning to trust yourself and your inner urges uh, may be something on the table today for Leo. Now, the theme of the month is Three of Cups. And Three of Cups, like I said, is on a surface level, very much about friendships and people coming together. And so you might see this theme of people coming together and hopefully for you or in your realm. And so if you haven't seen a lot of friends lately, this might be a great month with this energy to get together in person with people if you can and to kind of bring people together in a really supportive way to support each other. If you're learning something new, Leo, this might be you joining clubs or joining things where people are going to support you and be with you in it. Now, Three of Cups also holds this real expansion of your emotions. And a lot of the time, Three of Cups is really that integration period where what you've been feeling, what you've been learning about your emotions, what you've been feeling in your heart really starts to come together with the mind and the body. And all of these things start working together. And so really integrating and expanding your emotional intelligence, your emotional bandwidth, how much you can sort of handle and hold and so this doesn't always have to include other people or an experience of other people. And I think with your energy, it's a beautiful theme because if you're learning to trust what you're passionate about, again, it may mean that's because you're in a place where you are ready to process your emotional life and really look at what your spirit life is like and if that's really serving you on the spiritual level or on the spirit level. Now you also have three of wands. So again, lots of expansion. The threes really hold um, energy of being able to expand and what sort of stretches you in a good way and about that, um, that, that support those people you bring in and what would be supportive. And really the cups and the swords go really hand in hand because while the cups is about integrating and support and even an ounce of healing and celebration, the three of swords is really about seeing the other side of the coin, the pain that might still be held there, the stories in our head that still affect the way we feel and affect our heart and the things that have been said or not said that's been weighing on us. This is really a card about being able to sit with and remove what has been sort of breaking our heart and not even in the physical sense, but just inside our own mind to stop replaying these things and to kind of find the supportive story and the supportive um, mindset to start to really ease 
this stuff back and soften. Um, and so I see you experiencing that this month. So it's a really interesting mix of beginning again with your spirituality and your passions and, you know, calling in friendships, calling in celebration, integrating your heart, and also kind of dealing with what's been on your heart and dealing with the stories you tell yourself around that. And just the, the everyday things that get in the way of really leading, um, with both a strong and, and tender heart. And, uh, it's really, I think very healing energy for Leo in May. Now, in terms of your self-abandonment and self-returning, uh, this is big energy. This is a lot moving through you. That's both, um, kind of the light side and the shadow side. The self-abandonment card is the queen of swords and, um, she is usually a clear communicator and she, she really has her own heart. She really holds her own heart. But when it's in a placement such as this, where it's about self-abandonment, this can be a little bit about really holding back, um, what's been on your heart. And so you might have found lately or even, over time, you've become the kind of person that really holds back how you feel and really doesn't tend to communicate that out in the world. You do communicate clearly. You do communicate a lot, Leo. Um, it's like, but it's a little bit like you aren't saying what's on your heart and it, it comes off, um, as a little separate, as a little separate, when we never communicate with a heart space in us, um, it, it can turn cold, which is Queen of Swords when she's in her shadow. It's just very cold communication and not really has her heart in it. And um, so if you're kind of tending to go to this place, um, I would really hesitate uh, because you can get lost there. And since you have so many cards that are about your spirit and your heart, we don't want to lose that. We don't want that shut down and kind of put aside in the world. It's saying instead of using our head and our communication the way we have, that um, we should be moving into four of pentacles here with Leo. And pentacles is is about your physicality and so there's a body kind of imagery to the four of pentacles where you're in solitude and you're in retreat and you're kind of holding yourself and your body and so what this may mean in terms of coming back to yourself with all this other energy here around trust and passion and integration and dealing with any pain that that still might be harbored um in your heart, Leo, this is actually about being able to retreat phys physically, um, to be alone with your body, to stabilize your body. Um, this is about actually moving all of this, not through your mouth, not through your head, but through your body. And so the question for Leo in May is how can I, um, use my body to process, um, what I'm experiencing this month. How can I use my body to heal? How can I use my body to, um, 
to display or express my new passions? How can I use my body to integrate my feelings and um, celebrate and support others? Um, But four of pentacles really is about that retreat mode. And so don't forget that part of the message is to find space to be alone in your element, processing your pain and beginning to have a new understanding about your spirituality, your heart and the things that move you in the world Um, and kind of learn again. This is a little bit like a clean slate for you when it comes to your spirit and your heart of you know, it's just time to maybe refine who I am, what I love to do, what I believe about the world. And in order to do that, I might just need some some space, whether that's from people in general, or just from your home, you might um, plan a weekend away, Leo, um, even if the, maybe with friends, you know, three of cups, it might be kind of a family getaway for the weekend. And in that finding oh yeah, I am, you know, I do have fun doing this and I do trust myself to do that. Um, so it doesn't necessarily have to be alone. Um, but there is kind of an energy of kind of retreating from your usual spaces and and getting out into the world, whether that's alone or together. Um, but do try to find some alone time to process all this. So that's what I have for Leo. Uh, let's move on to Sagittarius. All right, Sagittarius, your May 2022 cards here, your forecast. Um, I'm going to do an overview here of the cards and what I'm seeing overall, and then we'll talk about each card. So for you, your energy this month of May uh, 2022 is the Seven of Cups. What uh, themes might arise, what you might notice kind of overarching everything in May is reversed four of wands. Um, What you might be experiencing this month is ace of cups. Um, How you might be self-abandoning is the nine of wands here. And how you can come back to yourself is the reversed six of swords. So right away, I'm really noticing some themes of feeling very unrooted, feeling, um, feeling, (laughs) feeling confused, feeling like you don't have roots, feeling very untethered from um, your union, feeling very untethered from your community or your family. Um, not feeling like you have that support structure of of roots and people, um, and that's kind of left you um, left you a little confused, left you in a space where you're not sure what's going to happen, and so your mind and your emotions are kind of filling in the blanks for you. Um, and with that, it's kind of put you on your guard. It's it's kind of um, possibly made you feel like you need to um, take a step back to back up and go behind walls, go behind boundaries to kind of keep yourself safe here. The other thing though, with that, (laughs) I know that feels like, whoa, um, but there's some goodness in this because with the Ace of Cups and the reverse six of swords here as yourself returning, what I'm really seeing is that even though this energy is present and possibly you're acknowledging it, you're seeing it, 
this actually gives you the chance to start new relationships, to start a new support system and to actually see, feel probably um, what it feels like to move into spaces where you can actually let your heart um, come back onto line and bring your heart forward and bring yourself with you forward and bring your emotions forward in a really pure way where you're actually connecting out with all of you. Um, And I think part of that process for Sagittarius is in May is about processing the past and about seeing how we really haven't wanted to move forward. Um, We did move forward, but we, we've been holding on, we've been actually resisting that. And this is about processing that, acknowledging that, seeing how that's kept us um, away from actually building a new support system where we are. So let me talk about these cards a little bit more in depth. Let me just take a sip of coffee though, Sag. <laughs> All right, thank you. Um, So what you're experiencing this month is Seven of Cups. And this is really just being in a stage where you feel like there's so much possibility. And I say feel, and it feels like there's so much you want out of life. And I see this as kind of the daydreamer mode where you're like, oh, my house could look like this and my relationship could be this and I could do this for a job and I could make this much money and I could move towards this goal or that aspiration. And you're kind of sitting in this and it's in your head and it's on your heart. It's really emotionally driven. The Seven of Cups is is not a mental card, even though it kind of looks like daydreaming and it can feel and look like in your life thinking about all these things. But just know that this energy is driven by the heart, that when you dream, when you have aspirations, um, when you kind of send yourself out into the future and think about all the things that might fulfill you, that you might move towards, that that's really your heart speaking and and that's a heart longing. And the Seven of Cups is this beautiful thing where actually none of that is quite yet for us because it's still on our heart. It's still just desire. It's not grounded. And in fact, when we're in the seven space, the work is internal, not external. So whenever you get the seven, it might look like there's an external thing to do. And our work is to really notice the paradox that when we have this urge with the sevens to go outside of us and fix the external or deal with the external or have something external happen for us, actually it's the work is truly internal. So whenever you get the sevens, just remember that's internal work, even though it looks like external obstacles. And so the seven of cups work for us is actually understanding that that means we're not prepared to make a decision. If we're still daydreaming, if we still have all these ideas, then actually none of it's ready to be grounded. And can you let yourself dream without making it a reality, without forcing it into the world until you're shown which root is your root? And in fact, probably will be shown something different than what's in your head. Um, So that's our work, Sagittarius. Now, with the theme being the reverse four of wands, 
you might be dreaming all this. This might be energy because you feel unrooted. Um, a lot of you may have made a, a transition recently, or you might make some sort of transition or movement forward. You might have gotten out of a relationship. You might have moved locations. Um, you might be just making some moves when it comes to friends and family and noticing that support. And the four of wands is actually a theme of, of feeling like you don't have that feeling like, where are my people? <laughs> where are my people here feeling separate from your family and your usual friends and feeling in that way, like you don't have that structure, that you don't have those spaces where you can come together in real life um, with people. And so, um, and it really is unrooted because four of wands is so often based in our partnership and our family and our extended family. So when it's reversed, it really does feel like those parts of our life just aren't coming together to, to stabilize us and support us. Um, doesn't necessarily mean it's bad. It's just mean whatever you're in right now, that's just not present for you. It's just not a resource for you at the moment for whatever reason. Now, Ace of Cups comes in as what we are experiencing. So even though we're experiencing a lot of daydreams, a lot of possibilities, even though we're experiencing kind of a separation or um, lack of structure and stability with our people right now, our community right now, all of a sudden the Ace of Cups comes in as what we're experiencing, which is actually an outpouring of love, um, a, a heart that's overflowing. And I think really what this is, is that this pause, this separation, this these longings, these desires, these yearnings to have a different kind of community is actually forcing you to bring your heart forward and pour it into the world. When's the last time you told someone how you truly felt? When's the last time you brought yourself forward? So told someone, this is what I'm experiencing. This is what I'm thinking. This is what I'm feeling. Um, when's the last time you did that with the very people you want as your new community? Because that's really important. Um, people feel closer to you when you share vulnerably. Um, it, it's really a funny thing that actually we feel close to people when we hear their vulnerability. So if you're never sharing your full heart, actually people aren't feeling that close to you. And codependence will have us believe that if we're just there for people, that they feel close to us. And then codependent people often wonder why people walk away and it, and, and it seems like it's so easy for them to cut us off or walk away or make that decision. Well, it's because we weren't vulnerable with them. And in order for them to feel bonded to us, they need to hear our vulnerability. It's one of those paradoxes, you know, and it's one of the backwards things that people who engage in codependent activity, unfortunately end up believing is this false belief that if people are just vulnerable with me, they'll feel close to me. But really it's, I have to be vulnerable with them in order for them to feel close to me. Just one of those psychology things that I wish wasn't true because it pisses me off. Um, and as a Sagittarius, 
this has actually been my work the last six months is how do I bring myself forward? How do I say the thing I'm feeling right now? How do I share and actually state to my person, my community, these new friends I want to make, you know, what I've been experiencing and my true thoughts on something or my true feelings on something. So I really actually see this as an experience you get to have this month. And that this is something coming out of you is like, here is my whole heart. And I'm offering it up to new people, um, people I may not have been offering it up to. And in that, hopefully, finding, um, you begin to stabilize into your community, into your relationship. Now, with the nine of wands being self-abandonment, I think this really supports this because this is about loss of self. And the nine of wands is someone who's on guard, who puts themselves behind their spirit, behind their movement. So think about someone who hides behind their movement Now think that movement is our actions in the world. This is someone who they themselves, who they are, is actually hidden behind doing. So this is someone who does, 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 do, do, do. Um, Someone who has and, and uses that wand energy to be on guard. Like if I just do this, um, things will be okay. But the true energy behind it is I'm really on guard. I'm really frightened. Um, I've really been hurt before. And because of that, I'm going to stand behind this. Like, I'm just going to show you my actions. I'm not going to show you myself. And um, this is where we can start to lose ourselves. I know, um, personally, I've actually feel like I forget the emotions I have through the day. And I forget the experiences I have earlier in the week because I'm not thinking about sharing them with people. And so they so easily get forgotten. Um, and myself so easily gets forgotten, uh, because I'm more focused on what I can do instead of who I can be and sharing that person. So that's how we can lose ourselves. That's how we can, um, self-abandon. Now coming back is the reverse six of swords, which is really interesting energy because six of swords is in its upright, usually about moving forward, but reversed, it's a resistance. And so how can resisting moving forward be really good for us? And, uh, and this usually is an energy of getting really caught in the past and looking to the past and not wanting to move forward yet and kind of wanting to go back. So how can this be a good thing? How can this be a good thing? But but it is. It really is. Um, self-returning in this says, it's okay to stop moving forward. It's actually okay to understand that even with the seven of cups that we can't for that we're not supposed to be forcing things forward. We're actually not that now is a time to really see what the past had for us, who we were in the past, who we've been the last couple months. Um, and really start to process that and really say, wait, no, I can't go back. But what I can do is is go back and process. What I can do is go back and share my experiences and my feelings from a really sovereign place of, wow, I have an issue with not bringing myself forward. Do you want to hear the things that I just 
forgot about myself that I, you know, wasn't sharing and you don't have to fix it. You know, this is something if you want to talk to your person and bring up past things you never brought up, it's so important to claim it and say, I don't actually need you to fix this. Um, This isn't, I'm not putting this on you. What I'm sharing is I notice how little I bring things up and that when I do or when I don't, I have to process them alone. And people like, you don't actually get the chance to bond with me in that moment and really see my vulnerability. Um, and vulnerability is our connection and we have to be brave enough to be vulnerable. Um, so I think what the six of swords is really telling us is that like, it's okay to pause and stop pushing forward. That now is a time to stop what you're doing and really focus on, you know, um, showing people who you are, telling people who you are, sharing who you are, especially with new people with that four of wands reversed. It may be saying the community you have doesn't know you and the partner you have doesn't know you. And that's why they're not your stability. If people don't know you, Sagittarius, they can't support you. They really can't because they're going to keep guessing at things that aren't actually accurate about you. Um, And so it's like you could even have this huge support system, but they can't hold you because you're not bringing yourself forward um, in that way. And um, they're not in that they're struggling to bond with you on a really deep level. Um, So really see this as bonding this month that there's no action. This is just being able to, when you're talking to people, be vulnerable, um, challenge yourself to share um, a true experience or a true feeling you're having um, in your conversations. Challenge yourself to hold on to the mantra, what can I bring forward about myself in this conversation that feels just like 5% more vulnerable Um, and really allow yourself to begin being seen very slowly. Um, and that it's okay to not be moving forward. In fact, it's in your best effort to, um, start processing what has gone on and, um, not kind of jump into anything new uh, in that way. So that's what I have for you and Sagittarius. You're my last reading of the day and that's it. So make sure you do return to this uh, mid-month, end of month, once a week, whatever works for you. If you'd like an extended reading that's a lot more personal, you can head to jennadale.com and find the Insight and Tarot page there where you can just order it there. And I will leave you with that. Thanks for joining me and I'll be back again tomorrow um, for our daily spiritual practice of tarot. All right. I care about you. Talk to you soon. Bye now. Thank you for joining me at home for our daily practice today. If you'd like deeper insight into your current energy, head over to jennadale.com slash insight messages to order a personalized reading from me and be sure to hit subscribe wherever you're listening so you can join me again tomorrow. See you then.